Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us once again for the Two and Two podcast, again here with our pastor, uh, Blake Switzer. And so we're so excited to be able to give you all some encouragement and dive into some things uh, that are really important to us individually, important to us as a church as well. And just remember, um, you can tune in on all our social media platforms. You can watch us on uh, YouTube. Make sure you hit that subscribe bell as well. And you can also listen to us Uh, on Spotify. But thank you again for tuning in. And this month's podcast is about um, why leadership matters. And so, Blake, as we dive into that, it's been um, a a really important topic for some time now for us as a staff. It's been a really important topic that we've um, have done a lot more leadership things with our volunteers here at the church as well. So uh, we have our Connect Conference coming up here in about a week and a half. It's going to all focus on um, leadership and how to grow as a leader, uh, and we see that as such an important aspect of our church and growing and being able to invest in people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about why that matters. Yep. And so first, I, I want to dive into scripturally, why yeah. why that matters um, so much. And we talked a little bit about that this week. And so why does that matter from a, a scripture point of view? Well, I mean, from the very beginning, you see, you know, I, I think the, looking at the life of Jesus, obviously, is where we ought to start. Yeah. And so um, you know, his plan from the very beginning was to develop leaders. I mean, you know, f- that he, he took the 12, he invested in even a smaller group of three uh, from, that, from those 12. And so f- just from the, the get-go, he knew his time on earth was limited, and he was discipling is another way of saying that, or developing leaders who could, could lead in his absence. So, I mean, I think that in and of itself is enough. Yeah. There's a lot, lot of other places and a lot of other scripture, but I think starting with the example of, of, of Jesus is a good, always a good place to begin. Yeah, I think the things that stood out to me, just a, a few things of just being a leader and having people learn from your example. And, and so, you know, the story of Jesus healing uh, Simon Peter's uh, mother-in-law and just them being able to witness that and seeing the fullness of the power of who Jesus is. Right. Uh, you see. Do that you trend. think Peter was excited? By the way, I, I don't know. They was be, healed. Okay. I would okay, be excited just, if. Okay. It was my okay. Good. Good answer. All <laughs> I don't right. know about you. If if Karen Williams, if you're watching, <laughs> I'd be glad that you were healed. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, just thinking through that of like allowing people to see in fullness of, of who you are as a leader. Right. You know, that's an extreme example that, that you know, Jesus, um, you know, was documented there. Um, but you see that trickle out with the dis- 12 disciples. You see it um, as he sends out the, the 72 mm-hmm. um, to go and, and let other people know. And you see that investment start to spread. And when leaders develop leaders after leaders, we're in that line right. of, of uh, leaders that have invested in us because of what Jesus had done as well. And it's there's evidence of that lasting impact. Um, and so that's yeah. huge. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, one of the passages that has been most impactful to me is actually an Old Testament passage, but in the book of Exodus, um, where, where Moses, you know, was basically trying to do everything on his own. He, people were coming to him. Yeah. He was the one who had been given instructions by God, and they would come and say, you know, what does the law have to say about this? And Moses was the judge over all the people. And in Exodus 18, uh, we, I guess we have an in-law theme going here a little bit, don't we? But his father-in-law uh, came to him, and uh, it says, When his father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he said, What is this you're doing for the people? Why do you alone sit as judge while all these people stand around you from morning till evening? So yeah, you get this picture. All these people are just standing there. 
waiting for their case to be heard. They're really not being uh, getting what they need. I can imagine. I know how much I you know I, I don't like standing in line for five minutes. You can right. imagine standing around all day waiting for Moses. And um, his father-in-law looks at it kind of as an outsider and just says, "What are you thinking?" You know. And and his response, of course, is, "Well, the people come to me." And and verse seventeen says, "Moses' father-in-law replied, what you're doing is not good. You and these people who come to you will only wear yourselves out. The work is too heavy for you. You cannot handle it alone.'" And then he goes through and gives them instructions. You know, this is what you need to do. Divide them up into smaller groups and put leaders over the smaller groups. But that's really essentially what he said is if you want to be more effective leading the people, you're going to have to raise up other leaders who can lead other leaders who can lead people. And that's 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 always been an impactful passage for me because I could kind of relate yeah. know, to what he was going through there. Well, especially just as our church has grown over the past several years and... and um, the the need to have more leaders in place and relying on others and yeah. and duplicating ourselves yeah. that needs been there how much has that played an impact of why we've put such a premium on leadership yeah. in our staff and in our church well it's probably more than it should actually because uh, sometimes we find ourselves waiting until we're in a pinch you know right and it's kind of like okay now I have to do something and so looking back. Um, I wish that we'd had more, um, been more proactive about it earlier on, you know, uh, rather than, okay, now there's really no option. I mean, we have to do that. It's, we've long since grown past the point that a few people could handle all that, that goes on in the church. Uh, but I do think there's a lot of wisdom in, and that's kind of where we're at right now, is how do we get ahead of that so that, you know, we're putting things in place now and trying to, Try, not just trying to fill the needs that we have right now, but how to, you know, filling, filling needs that will help us reach people in the future and yeah. grow. And, and I think where, where everybody is individually, um, that's something we probably all can relate to. You yeah. know, we get so caught up in the day-to-day and how do I make it today as opposed to thinking about how do I develop leaders for the future. Um, and that can be tough to do when you're, you know, if you're trying to run around, put out fires and things yep. like that today, it can be a little difficult, but it sure is important. Yeah, it's, it's extremely important. Like you said, just even in the season of, of COVID where we had to switch everything and how we communicated, right. how we had services, how we did everything. It was going to take more people and it wasn't just going to be able to fall on a few. And, right. you know, I think it's neat for me is when you have people in, in a, a place where they're consumed with who Jesus is, um, there's a season when you as a leader, you're duplicating yourself. There's a season when you're being led by a leader and mm-hmm. in different areas and uh, in, in different seasons of life kind of put you in those things. Um, but it, it's just so important. Um, so what are some other determining factors that, that went in places we've, um, as, as far as leadership development for our staff, uh, yeah. leadership development for our volunteers, uh, what are some other things that kind of sparked that as this this is something that we need to focus on? I think some of it was just discovering the benefit personally, you know, um, and and coming across different resources, different podcasts. Uh, we did a staff retreat, I guess, what was it, a little over a year ago maybe, mm-hmm. and we focused just on um, being poured into as leaders, you know, and we watched some um, YouTube um, leadership stuff and things like that. So I think, I think some of that is just the practical, seeing um, the impact that it's had on me individually, seeing the impact that it's had on our staff, 
some of that is is you know things that that I've known for a while, but just getting it uh, getting it put into place. But um, I, I think I think a lot of it's just seeing that this is encouraging, mm-hmm. and it helps and it helps me think differently, and it helps our staff think differently, and it equips us to really to become better leaders because you know we talk about it all day, but right. we've got to have some plan for how do we grow in our leadership. Yeah, I think that's something that's been so impactful for me, and we'll talk about some of these resources here in a few minutes, is just weekly um, you'll assign podcasts for us to mm-hmm. go through, and the nuggets that come out of those podcasts you know, is huge. It's either it affirms some things that right. we've done as leaders, or it's like I, we this is something we need to do, or this is something where I'm lacking in my leadership. Yeah. And it, it's you, I feel like I discover one of those two things every single week. Right. Um, and it's extremely impactful. And then being in that mindset, something that I've also loved is just different book recommendations that's come right. out of our staff, or yeah. whether it's reading Founders Mentality or, um, or just even it wasn't a leadership book. It was uh, an evangelism book, but just saying this is the direction right. we want to go as a staff, so we're going to yep. read out of the Salt Shaker and, right. and to see how that grows us. And right. um, to be sharpened by one another. We're with each other almost every single day in right. a week as a staff, and we have a staff meeting that we're able to implement that. Um, so I want to talk a few minutes about what does that look like with volunteers that you, mm-hmm. you're you not with face-to-face yeah. every single day? What does it look like to lead volunteers and to point them in a direction where um, we feel like we want to go? Right. And, and I think that's a, that's a good question, and it's a challenge to figure out the best way to do that. But ultimately, it does come back to some type of relational investment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that as you grow, you can't spend time individually with everybody um, but it's figuring out where to invest uh, in fact I was just thinking as we were talking about that um, not too long ago we for the first time pulled together a group of women in our church that are leading in different areas and said okay we're going to go through six different weeks of just a different podcast each week and uh, talk about that well I saw one of those ladies yesterday as I was headed into the gym and we were talking about something and I, you know, she was asking about something about my schedule and whatever. And we're talking about it. She said, you got that off one of those podcasts, didn't you? And I said, I sure did. (laughs) She knew exactly where it had come from. And I I think of things like that where you can hear something. And in this particular case, it had to do with schedules, you know, and, and how to arrange things and what to do early in the morning and what to do later in the day and, you know, how all that works together and just kind of talking through that. But um, seeing the impact that those you know, being able to take something and actually do something with it is, um, I think, where, where it gets real encouraging. But back to your question, how do we do that? I think we have to just focus on um, who are those people that, that God has given me in my particular sphere of influence. And I would encourage those that are, you know, folks that are that are watching, listening to this podcast is just to think of it that way. You know, who are those people? I think it starts at home. That's a great Absolutely. place to begin and your family and, you know, start there. But then beyond that, maybe it's not a church setting. It may be a, an, in an office uh, setting or maybe it is in your ministry or whatever it is. But just who are those people that I have a relationship with that I can, you know, kind of encourage and pass some things along to and maybe even say, hey, would you be interested in you know, let's sit down for a few weeks and go through some of this stuff together or whatever it may be. But I think you have to seek it out. It doesn't just happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's being intentional, I think, is the key with mm-hmm. everything, especially when it comes to leadership, whether you're yeah. trying to develop new leaders, whether you're investing in the leaders you have or, or whether you're you're changing the direction of, of where you're wanting to go. It, yeah. It's 
doing everything with a purpose is huge. And I think investing in those leaders and, and being intentional. And I think also seeing them uh, with the qualities that they have. Like God is, has equipped all of us so uniquely to do something very, yeah. very different yeah. for the same purpose. And I often find my, myself in a place where I'm leading over a ministry with people that are leading those ministries that are way smarter than me, right. <laughs> way smarter than I will ever, right. ever be. Um, and are, they're doing an incredible job. And part of my role in developing them as a leader is continue to be their biggest cheerleader and right. encouraging them. Yeah. Um, and things like that. So I think that's one of the, the major things I'm excited about that leadership development has been such a important part of our church, not only staff, but uh, lay leaders in our church as well, is to see what God is doing through the individuals of our church is, mm-hmm. is such an incredible thing. And yeah. being intentional about it right. has been And you, you bring up a great point there. Part of that, and actually this was listened to this yesterday uh, in the podcast. We'll talk about this next week in our staff meeting. But one of the points that they made that that really was a great reminder to me was part of leading and developing leaders is sometimes you got to back out of the way as well. And that that can be a difficult thing to do when you're used to calling the shots or you have a certain idea of, I think this is how it should be done or whatever. Um, But to, to be at a place to say, okay, I'm going to pour into other people, but I'm also I'm also going to take a step back sometimes. Um, yeah, not that's, always easy, but that's it's important. Really hard, and it's hard for me to do. Yeah. It was hard, especially stepping into my new role right. uh, a few years ago, and but just seeing what happens when you do, yeah. uh, just seeing reengage, exactly. start, and exactly. regeneration, and foster love. Because yeah. it's like and, you said, people yeah. are out there that are more gifted, Way. smarter than we are, that can do things better, and but you'll never know that until you. Turn it loose. Get out of the way and turn it loose, yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, we've talked about why, um, scripturally, why leadership is important, investing in others. We've talked about why it's been important for our staff and our volunteers. Um, I'm so excited for the Connect Conference and being able to go in on a deeper level with Mm -hmm. with some of this. It's one of the things I I love when Connect Conference comes around to be able to do do that. but let's talk about some resources that have been extremely beneficial yeah. for us individually and yep. um, just for our staff and volunteers, some things that we've recommended. So what are some things that you you really depend on? Yeah, I, well, I'll start. Obviously, um, Scripture is a foundation for everything, and I think that's where we begin. But uh, as, as far as supplemental types of resources, um, th- there have been some podcasts that have been really meaningful mm-hmm. uh, for us lately. I think some of the key ones... The uh, Watermark Church Leadership podcasts are always excellent. Uh, love those. Been gotten a lot of good material from that. Uh, Craig Groeschel's leadership podcasts have been really good. We've gone through several of those. Uh, we did a few of uh, one called At the Table by Patrick Lencioni, who yeah. is a, um, kind of a mix of secular slash a little bit of Christian. But uh, So it's been, to me, I enjoy getting perspective from a variety of, you know, I want to hear it from a Christian perspective for sure, but I also kind of want to know what's working in the business world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I yeah. think I think there's things that we can learn from others. But So those podcasts have been helpful for me as resources. What about for you? What yeah. are some things that are... You know, just mention that not even just the, the Watermark podcast, but just Watermark Church in and of itself mm-hmm. has been very influential in through their church leaders conference yep. um, has mm-hmm. really helped even us develop the connect conference and what it's Mm -hmm. has turned into. And I think that's been such a great um, influence for me and any church leader in our church to listen to that podcast. Yeah. Um, I think we'll, we'll find 
a lot of really helpful information there. Um, you know, the, the John Maxwell uh, Leadership mm-hmm. Podcast is really good. It's a little bit more long-winded at times, but it's really, really good. Um, and for me, I, I get a lot of nuggets out of books. And, yeah, and you know, I know you mentioned it in a previous sermon here recently of just mm-hmm. uh, the impact reading can make and mm-hmm. that the average uh, person reads 12 books a year. Um, and I try to juggle that as well of just mm-hmm. some, some spiritual uplifting things to read, but also just what's working in the business world. And um, about a year and a half ago, I read a book called Procrastinate on Purpose, mm-hmm. and it helped me kind of organize my schedule. Um, where I can be more effective for the kingdom and also be more effective at home right. uh, in my ministry there as well. And so that's been extremely um, helpful. And so I highly recommend that as well. And the book that you recommended, Founders Mentality, that we mentioned before, mm-hmm. um, was really, really good. And yeah. So there's a lot yeah. of good books out there. There's a lot of good podcasts. Um, and I think a lot of it is carving out the time to be yeah. able to absorb that information that's out there. Yeah. Um, and so I'll, how do you do that? I'm just curious. What does that look like for you? Yeah. So I think it goes back to that word being intentional. Um, so charting out my week at the beginning of the week to know when mm-hmm. I have the time uh, to know the appointments that I have and to know the windows of opportunity that I have uh, to listen to podcasts. Mondays are a lot of really good personal equipping time for me. That's how it, it kind of pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Mondays when I listen to a lot of podcasts and, and a lot of uh, do some reading there and then throughout mm-hmm. the week um, as well, there's different times that I have carved out. But I right. think it's it's really important to be intentional about it. Otherwise, it right. becomes something you just do for a little bit. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, how about you? Is there, what? how do you? Well, um, you know, the it's funny. My <laughs> biggest time is when I'm at the gym, believe it or not. Yeah. But, but when I'm on uh, doing exercise, something I love to either read or listen to podcasts there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's that. I find that to be a good time. I I sometimes struggle with the day to you know in the office kind of thing. I don't. It tends to be more outside of, mm-hmm. of the office that I try to find uh, time to do that. So, um, but but I think what you touched on is a good thing of just being intentional about setting some of those times aside yeah. and making it a priority because otherwise yeah. it doesn't always Well, it's happen. a struggle. Like, it's it's hard to read. You know, I'll read in the evenings at home yeah. uh, a lot, but with three very young kids in the house, yeah. like, I've tried. And it so yeah. having to be intentional about when and where as right. well, and that yep. leads me to another tip, and we just had a conversation recently with Lynn about this of, um, she uses Audible a lot, so she uses mm-hmm. audio books. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if that's how you absorb information better, like I just highly encourage using those tools and resources. Yeah. We live in an age where at our fingertips we have some of the most amazing theologians, some of the most amazing pastors, some of the mm-hmm. most amazing amazing authors, and we don't have to carve out time to go to a library. We don't have right. to look for transcripts. Like it's It's a Google search away. Um, be intentional about who you're listening to and, and know who you're listening to, but use those resources like Audible um, if that's how if that's what works for you. Yep. I, I highly recommend that. Absolutely, and I say especially for people that are in their cars. That, that's another thing. If I'm mm-hmm. dry, you know, it's seven minutes to get from home to church, but but if I'm going somewhere or on the road, I try to take advantage of that time to, to listen and learn. And so awesome. Yeah. Well, Blake, thanks again for mm-hmm. for this opportunity and, and again, investing in me as a leader, investing in our staff as a leader, you do a really great job. Um, and, and through you being intentional, I feel like it's grown a lot of us well. And I'm so excited that y'all get to tune in and, and see even a different side of uh, your pastor and, and myself and, and uh, just some things that we, we find important. So again, 
Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify. You can watch um, this podcast on Facebook and YouTube as well. And don't forget to subscribe uh, on YouTube. But I hope you all have a great week. And thank you again for tuning in to the 2 and 2 podcast. Thank you.